One, two, three, 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 two, five. Hey, you are now rapping with Brandon Newman and Lance Newman. I can't hear myself at all anymore. Lance is playing with the audio levels. He is a magician. He is playing with the audio levels without any headphones at all, people. This is how dangerous he is being with the with the with the audios. You can hear it. I was you can just hear trying it. to it's make bad. sure you wasn't it's peeking. It's not good. It's not good. Whatever you did. We gotta reset. I'm gonna go back to what it was at. This was here, and then this was here. What you think? What does it sound like now? I don't know. We should we should we leave that? As the open? Might as well. I feel like we should listen to it, though, to make sure that we're not... <laughs> we will when the podcast is over. How are you doing, sir? You said you want to talk about uh, about your week. Uh, this is... Wait a minute. Like, this, we, we, we recorded a little tutorial, a little uh, informational, a little... We were talking in depth about the audio, the, the technical things of uh, regarding the podcast, and... Lance uh, went Rambo on my audio and uh, during the open, but this is the Particle Sons podcast, episode twenty-five. <sighs> is that a big thing? Like, where people are like, like, has there ever been a soundboard engineer getting a fight with somebody because they mess with their like levels and stuff? Oh my gosh, it's like it's like playing, it's like playing a a, a franchise in Madden. And then someone Erase turned the it. game off before you could save it. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it's that level of stakes. Absolutely. The audio of a podcast, it's been shit lately. Because we haven't had it uh, fixed, we kind of are attempting to to do this. You guys are learning with us. Episode 25. With us. Maybe episode the episode 25. Like, What's up, we y'all? So many new. I've been talking. So many t- but I'm new. I'm talking now. Uh, so many new. Uh, Audience members, so many new there members is. of the family yeah. coming in episode twenty-five. Yes, this could be the our, 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 we might chart again. We might get an email solicitation from someone else saying, "Hey guys, uh, sign up for the service and track your podcast." You were uh, what did they say we were? Two hundred and ninety-eight. Two hundred. No, two hundred. No, no. It was, was it? It was like in the two hundred. You're in the top. 250 in entertainment. Yeah, y'all. Podcasts. Somebody somebody emailed me and was, was said, Hey, my name's Frank, and you know, uh rate people's podcasts and y'all podcast is like Rate ranks. Ranks. ranks or ranks. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um y'all's ranked at this. And I was like hype about it. I was like, this is random. Uh this is <laughs> this is a nice little morsel of encouragement. Like, right. hey you guys. You're making your way up. I swear, there's nothing more inspiring. When I went to Southern Fried, which is the Southeastern Regional Poetry Competition that has been going on for quite some time. Um, when I first went, I was, I think, like 44 out of 100 and like 10 poets or something like that. No, it's 100 poets. Let's say 100. I, I don't know what the fucking number was, but I know it was 100 plus. When you, mean, when you say that, you mean the amount of people that were competing? In the competition. Okay. Awesome. Like, out of 100, I was 44th, right? And then the next year- Like, you ranked that? I ranked for okay. 44th. Like, yeah. if I went, if I wanted to apply for some poetry thing, I'd be like, well, hey, my name's Lance. I'm 44th uh, top-ranked poet 
in the southeast region of the nation. Mm, you yes. know what I'm saying? Right? Um, yes. The next year, I got fourth. You, you feel what I'm saying? Like, that's, 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 right. so I, I love some. From the bottom of the map. <laughs> From the bottom of the map. Hey. <laughs> I don't know why that's the only thing that's coming in my head. Started from the bottom of here, I guess is an, yeah. another. Because we're we're, we're here for that. We're, we're we are we are all about starting at the bottom of the list and yeah. working our way up to where you know y'all gonna know our name, man. You have refreshed my memory of just how out the gutter uh, we've kind of gotten it, and you know I've individually gotten it uh, the, um, on on. The, on the album. Uh, what a time to be alive! My favorite song on that album is uh, "Live from the Gutter." Mm. This because it's just ugh, so good, so good. Um, I feel like you say "gutter" wrong. What? I, how you say it? Like if you're gutter, 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 gutter is what the word is. But when you're from "Live from the Gutter," it's gutter. I think I said it right the first time. It's the A. It's the in, it's, it's. I know, it's but I was saying. Rules. I know, I know. I, I said it. Like but I, was, in, I was not not the word. The syntax is nigga rules. I'm no, saying like nigger was, versus nigga. I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Realize what you meant, but obviously you had to paint the full picture. Like you got to, because oh if because if you, you know take that taken in the wrong context, that's but like I was like I was, <laughs> like I was saying. Um. Shit, now I forgot what I said. Um, what was I? You love that album. You were no, like, no, no, you no, 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 oh, no, no, no. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. No, no, no. I was saying that uh, I was saying it that way because it's spelled that way, like on the track list. On the track list, it's spelled with G- a R. Yes. So I was oh, I was spelling okay. it out that way because when I refer to it, well, no, then it's a gutter. I did say gutter. Then it's gutter because you. Get I would like to hear him say it that way though. Yeah. There's a oh, in that uh, in that in that track he says um, live from the gutter never had shit now I got nine zero two one zero on my address nine zero two one zero on my address on my address yeah that's Talk, that's talking pink that's so, good get your ass um, that's a good that's a good zip code to have like in my and your and, kids are probably like your school in Marina Del Rey though but like when that album came out I was in Jersey. As I listened to it and like started to like get a job in television and I like start to like like start a career for myself, I kept listening to it and I ended up living in Marina Del Rey, which mm-hmm. was nine zero two nine two. Oh, come on now, <laughs> come on now, <laughs> come on now, come on now. What? I can say there. I think. I think. I was thinking that the other day that like rappers and Digital Dash is another listen, song on that on we, that on that album that's the the start of it, which is like a digital dashboard. That's why that's I why I got the digital dash. That's why rap is like popular because you can't wait to say those words, like to to rap the the lyrics and it actually yes. means something, right? Like I always yes. I tell people all the time that like rap, especially like recent rap, is for Jewish white young men who just became like just went through they bought misfa and like they got money now because like all you the can argue that's what always always rap was always 
Like yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, like that's, always, I mean, always. I so mean, like, shout out to the Beastie Boys. That's what I was trying. I was thinking but, but about the, stuff, the Beastie Boys when I opened. When I did the open, by the way, I was like thinking about MTV. Oh, that's funny. MTV that was raps very, like that was open, very, like MTV. Raps I was wondering. Open, like, I was like, oh, he's he came in with a lot of energy. <laughs> On this, I was like, okay. <laughs> I was, I was like trying to like open it. I told you, I, saw, I watched the. Uh, we're gonna get back on track, but I told you I watched the Nickelodeon documentary, and they talked specifically about going after specific people to like make um, theme songs, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like it's like Cat Dog, perfect mm-hmm. example. It's literally country music and a jazz music mixed, mm-hmm. and it's like cat, like very like two opposites but they work together and this little theme song yeah. they like got the guy for the uh, did the uh, you must whip it you know mm-hmm. that guy yep, yep. they got him to do the Rocco's Modern Life uh, mm. theme song because it's like so weird and different but like mm. like the detail as creators is 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 on a, is is very very interesting. So that's what I was thinking about the when I was coming in I was thinking about like but I'm all of that Coolio said Coolio said in this documentary Coolio said Making the Ken and Kale theme song was one of the most important things I did in my career. Come on. That's beautiful. That's what Coolio that said. It makes sense. It I makes mean, sense. <laughs> it's like, it, it, I mean, if you think about Coolio, it is the most important song he's ever written in our lives. No. Come no? on now. Been yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. That's your parents. That's your parents' favorite song. Your favorite song by Coolio is... Homeboys and homegirls, time for Keen and Kill. You don't know the words to Gangsta's Paradise. You know all the words to the theme song of Keen and Kill. Minute after minute, hour after hour. Why are you saying it like Heavy D or like That's how Coolio sings it. All right. But I feel you're you're making me trying to, you're making me like show myself and be honest. Yes. Yes, that is, Coolio is important to me because of Keenan and Kale. Thank you. And they were talking about the the reason they just tried the show out is because they were hanging out with each other so much offset, like on their own time. And Beer was like, all right, let's like give this a shot. I wish people would do that now. We don't we don't have a lot of like uh famous like musicians creating the theme songs for they sitcoms. Talk- all that all that theme song? hmm Can you remember TLC. TLC Come on. And it, the, the one of the guys was talking to him, he was like, he was like, we were just like getting people that like was on the scene. Like at that point in time, we didn't know we were getting like legends. Legends. Like Aaliyah. Like like legends, legends. came through the all that stage. Legends. Oh, what a television. No, show. Nickelodeon, we there's there's two types of people. Um, there's two types of millennials. There's Disney millennials and there's Nickelodeon millennials. Mm. Disney millennials are going to call the cops on you. Dis or <laughs> Nickelodeon millennials are like buying weed and like you know like oh, like like Disney my. millennials are all lives matter and Nickelodeon millennials are oh, Black Lives Matter. If if yeah, like in that same vein, the Nickelodeon millennials, ironically, have gone to are moved over at some point in time to Cartoon Network mm-hmm. and all and, and, and Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when Adult Swim's promos was like literally like videotapes 
of an adult swim, like home videotapes yep. of like an all old people in the pool swimming. Yep. And I was like, and that's where the transition is gone. I've talked to you guys about this on the podcast before. The creator of Adult Swim is the people person who got um, Killer Mike and I always forget his other name, but the guy who they make run the jewels together. Uh, TV Johnny. Stop. What's that? What's his real name? TV Johnny. Is that his real name? Paul Wall's grill. K- Killer Mike. And, you said uh, runs the jewels. Run the jewels. You don't know Run the Jewels? Run the Jewels? <laughs> you don't know Run the Jewels? This is this, this is, is like a TikTok. It sounds like some stop. Like this is like a huge take. This is like a huge attack well, on Well stop. I don't want to go I don't want to go down this. But I know I know that, but I'm saying like he's like those people were cre- they thought that you this they would think that the progressive Lance Newman would be a Run the Jewels fan. So it's funny that you this don't know. This is a rapper. Like, huh? This is a rapper? It's a rap group. It's Killer Mike. Killer Mike, you know yeah, Killer Mike is. Yeah, I know who he is. And this white guy who's a rapper and producer, and together they are run the jewels. Well, okay, I'm I'm I know Killer Mike. <laughs> I'm cool with knowing the jewels guy. <laughs> cool with run the jewels. Yeah. Anyways, back who's running the jewels? The white dude? Is he like run the jewels? Is he also Jewish? Does he have like? I think he might be Jewish. Run the jewels then. But the creator of all of Adult Swim, like this is a, a band, a, a, a group that's been like Grammy nominated and stuff. And they're, they've been around for a little bit now. But they were created from the Adult Swim guy who was like really into music and had a studio in the, in the Adult Swim, like whatever, offices. Nickelodeon. Got them, got them together. Nickelodeon Millennials, like CrossFit. And like stop, that's and not like true. do yes, it is. They do challenges. They remember like Legends of the Hidden Temple. They remember Global Guts. Oh, you're like right. they do challenges. They climb like they're out running. They're out like doing stuff. The Disney millennials are probably overweight. Matter of fact, the more Disney you watch, Maybe the not. more overweight you are. Maybe Brandon not. was a big fan of Disney. There's not. Up. No, I don't. You did watch a lot of Disney, Brandon. No, not you over Nickelodeon. Oh no! I mean, I watched a lot of television in general, but in general, I don't think yeah. I did that over Nickelodeon. I think, like, even like the stuff like uh, High School Musical is something I've never seen. But like a younger generation, maybe two, three years under me, I tell them that they're like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like our class of people, yeah, like Kenan Thompson, the longest mm-hmm. standing person to ever be on SNL, mm-hmm. like. That was our Amanda Bynes. God rest whatever's going on with her right now. Where's she um, at? What's Amanda Bynes doing? Don't do this to me, because we we have I have a have a really good funny story about Amanda Bynes because I was at a party with somebody who she was recently at his apartment and spent the night, and it was just like a, a whole huh. Thing. Amanda Bynes spent the night at your homie's crib. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It wasn't my homie. It was some guy at a party. Uh, actually, I worked with this guy. He uh, he ran social for a co-worker Fox, of Fox yours. Sports Stop calling soccer. people out. Stop calling people out and say where people live and you know what they do in their job because somebody's gonna listen to this and be like, "You had a man to buy slip over your house? What?" Yeah, I mean it's a funny story, but she's not doing well. Basically, the <laughs> more of family. Yeah. She's sleeping on the couches, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, and she yeah she had to. 
basically <sighs> yeah no no keep going so like what else so look nickelodeon i, I think that's a good segment the, yeah. i think you did very good with the um with that all that energy like they need to bring the crap back, man. They Lori did. Beth, Lori Beth Denberg, Denberg. Den, Lori Beth Denberg. She's she said on that documentary, multiple people have said to her that she made her their childhood. I mean, do you know how many Lori Beth Denbergs are walking around? But out by here? the way, they, I told you they they have redone all that. They recreated it. Michelle and I went while Michelle's pregnant. Like to the actual thing, a, a friend of ours worked for them. I was a uh, a writer uh, on on the staff, and we got to go see a performance. Sierra performed, which was 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 funny. But like seeing the kids work, like in the new version of it, they think the what's the white dude's name? It wasn't Drake, but it was like the white guy. He was like he had the big ears. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking yep. about? He's there as like on staff too. Like he's mm. like one of the like main guys. Consultant. Yeah, like he's like the older, like yeah, yeah, of the uh, okay writes and stuff. But Jermaine Fowler is one of the main writers. Okay, the guy from um, uh, sorry to bother you, but he was in something recent. Oh, Coming to America. Yeah, 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 yeah Coming yeah, to America. Yeah. So, um, oh, he's a writer. Yeah, he's a comedian. He's a he's a New York comedian, and he lives in L.A. now. But he was a, he's originally. It don't always translate to acting. You think? Oh. Yeah, I, I don't I think, think it always he's a translates good to actor, acting. but I think that's the problem. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, especially once you're known as like a comedian. Seth 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 Rogen uh, uses uh, Zach uh, Zac Efron as an example. Zach Efron's a perfect example of of, of Disney millennials, like yeah. people who knew Zach Efron because he was in the High School Musical yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know those people. Zendaya was too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know those people. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, Seth Rogen was acting. I haven't seen the Neighbors either, and that's on Peacock. I need to see it. Mm-hmm. It's streaming now mm-hmm. on Peacock. Shout out to Peacock, paychecks and stuff. Shout um, out to Peacock. The uh, Seth Rogen said while acting or while directing Zac Efron in Neighbors, you would tell him what to do, and he would just literally do that. Like literally do exactly what you asked of mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. Versus a um, Jason Siegel, you know the guy from uh, um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Or Pete Siegel is that his name? Mm-hmm. You know, his name? Jason. Is it Jason? Mm-hmm. He's adopting the character, making decisions yep. for it, like kind of like embodying like what you would see from Joaquin Phoenix. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah Like, yeah. there's a different style of it where I think Jermaine Fowler, because he's originally a comedian who does kind of like a straight, he's like, he does kind of like an alt room. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's not like a Chris Tucker type of black comedian. Mm-hmm. He's not like Leslie Jones kind of like just being herself while mm-hmm. being funny. He's being the character. Mm-hmm. And I think he was more of himself on Sorry to Bother You. And I thought he yeah. was better there he seemed, than he was he, on his, his, coming his, to his America. Brand, his brand of um, comedy seems Lakeith Statham or Lakeith Steinfeld. <laughs> no, Lakeith Statham is, Lakeith is, Statham. is great. Hey, they, they, they both have that um, weird old comedy. Um, I feel like you was talking a lot, so I'm going to talk for a little bit. Oh, please. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like um, we hear your voice, which is a great voice. Just oh, no, no, no. Michelle just, just got done. bodied me. Oh yeah! I went up to say something to her. She was like, "I can't hear you." She's like, "She's like, you know what this? You know what you sound like? 
Uh, <laughs> and I was like, I just couldn't. Like, what do I say to that? She's right. I was like, I have a podcast, and when I talk for a long time, it's probably. Just like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll be a. Hey, sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta let, let people do that. Do what they do. Um, we were just me and Brandon. Brandon turned me on to this song. It's uh, Giveon. Uh, he puts the line over his e. Which is cool, whatever. I wonder if his real name is Givion. Um, black people are very creative. Um, so Brandon's like showing me this song. It's called Pursuit of Happiness. Happiness is anniversary. Uh, heartbreak, heartbreak anniversary. Heartbreak anniversary. And my first thing is like, I'm gonna look at the E. <laughs> I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna tell y'all what Brandon. Well, I just giggle, but um, I'm looking at the video, and I just really think that like cinema. Black cinema is found in music videos, like the music videos of black folk. The most, like you can make a movie, a whole movie out of some of their videos, and some of their videos, you know, you, you you couldn't make a porn. So, um, right now, me and Brandon are watching, um, or not watching, we, playing in the background is this movie called Dread, and. He hasn't watched the older one with Sylvester Stallone. I think it came out in the 90s. Um, and then this is the more updated one. 2012. In 2012. And um, it's crazy because in this world, it's like a futuristic um, world. And like there's a drug that slows everything down. So like you take it and everything slowed down. You can see like a waterfall. But it's just slowed down for you. It ain't slowed down for everybody else. So, it's probably stupid. So, who's on the drug in this movie? Dread? No, no, no. Ain't nobody on the drug. Or, I mean, other people on the drug. People, I'm looking people. at a fight. I just saw a fight scene. Somebody got s- s- shot in the stomach and it was in slow motion. <laughs> it's so, a, who it's saw a that in gory, slow motion? It's a very gory. Whoever who was saw on it in slow motion? Who, who was ever, whoever was on the drug. You, you see those movie? fiends? The dudes that was like, had their hands on, up? Please cut this shit out. So anyway, black. I, I think that like black cinema. Brandon, are you um like have what video like what music video have you seen? And you was like, this was just beautifully shot. This is beautifully done. You know, this is just and take your time thinking about it. But I, I know okay, like thank you for that. Yeah, no, of course. Well, like there's because there's I got plenty for me. But like there's um oh. McJenkins has a, you know, he's my favorite rapper. McJenkins has a video called Martyrs, and I think that that was really well. It was like gorilla shot, but it was like half in the woods, half in like a project, what it seemed like, and it was just very um, interesting, the dualities between the two. So um, that's nice. one. There's, um, I'm trying to think of people. Oh, anything two. Beyonce does. Anything well, Beyonce I was, does. Well, I was going to say I had two. One okay. of them was... And this was the second one I thought of was Ape Shit, the Ape Shit music video mm. in the Louvre. Yeah, 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 yeah. As yeah. the art, what kind of movie is movie. that? That's, that's like was, a that's like a spy movie, right? And, yeah, and Jay Z is the evil. Um, he's the bad guy. Like Lex Luthor. Yeah, he's the Lex. Jay Z is Lex Luthor. Yeah, and, I like that. And and Beyonce, or he's um, kind of like Lex Luthor. I like uh, yeah, I, th- I like, like an inspirational Beyonce. Lex Luthor for the hood. For not to hit anyone, but mainly. Oh, so who would be Superman? Like, who would be the hip hop Superman that like is going against Jay Z? Or you know, what I mean, I mean, honestly, Jay-Z. I was thinking about 
the I was thinking about it's the Drake. song Renegade Renegade the other day. So it's Drake. But I was thinking Eminem. Eminem? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> then but the Renegade. Ooh, first, that's first good. That's dope. That's a hell of a metaphor. You got this white dude with superpowers of a black person, and he's like, you know, but this is just rich this, by yeah, the sun exactly. and this everything. Just, and 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 I had to get it from the mud. I don't have your superpowers, mm, but I'm rich. I'm, I'm smart. I'm talented. Like I, I can. That's hard. That's a hard analogy, Brandon. I'm gonna write that poem. <laughs> I'm gonna that's, write that that's poem. That's not that bad. Because yeah, I was gonna, gonna say, I was gonna say, I'm only saying that based off of what society says. Like you mm-hmm. see this man who has had books written about him. Uh, I'm reading the Michael Eric Dyson ones, uh, Jay-Z Made in America. It's a very short book, but I take my time, Um, especially when I read it with my words, with the words, versus an audio book. But anyways, comes from where he comes from, was connected to Biggie, was on like Biggie's, one of Biggie's albums. Like, But that was like when he was coming up, and it was also like this like hustler, that was connected to these people, the Dame and Big, and to for him to do all that stuff, and then now to be like going to be one of the main people selling weed legally in this in the state of New York. Um, it's just like such a crazy. It's like a, what? Where are you coming from with that? Who's selling weed legally in New York? Jay Z. That's what? what I was thinking. I'm like a Lex Luthor character. He has a new venture. Yeah. The Brooklyn Nets too, bro. He sold Lex Luthor, bro. He sold his. I don't, he sold, I don't think he that comparison. Brooklyn, he sold his Brooklyn Nets stock like before they became. What I they mean, are still now. though, title. Yeah. It's the business, sold title. It's 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 Lex Luthor business because he built. So. Yeah, because he's like it like built the thing. Yeah, like it's like Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor would build uh, Gidget's gadgets. Yeah, almost like a Tony Stark. Yeah, and then sell them. And they would do whatever they do, good or bad and different. I don't know how how title experience has been for you. Is I, like, it good? I like I like I like my title experience. Right. Yeah. The, it's now like less it. of what it was, like ownership wise. Mm. Um, but Jay Z still getting pieces of it, and it's I need still to know on the board. Who, who 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 owns it now? He sold like to I literally a, only got it because it was like black. I think he sold to a mostly. Um, he sold to a company. Um, I gotta look it up. I'm and I think he, he's he's keeping like. Like fourteen to twenty percent, and he's also still on the board. Well, also, I, I got title because they pay the most to the artist. So, like, I listen right. to a lot of oh, local that's good. folk, yeah, and a lot of local folk. I like. I have a Louisville only playlist that I like play once a day throughout on, my day. Title on, on title, title. just dope. to make sure people was getting like paid. That's beautiful. I think that we should do, bro. I've tried to have so many initiatives in Louisville. Like, y'all, we could come together and just have a listening party. Like, let's have a party where everybody's on their phone playing a different track for, or playing all of one track to get like people's numbers up, like a numbers up party. Mm. And you spend the whole time, but we got a DJ, they playing regular music, but you just on your phone letting letting the song play through. Mm. You know what I mean? Or like having a playlist and you just run it, and that person is there to perform their pieces. It's like it's like taking the efficiency of data farms. Yep, that just hit play or like hit likes. Yep. whenever they see something, 
but like turning into like a actual like community event. Uh, and also I mean, like a, supporting a strategy. The, yeah. A strategy. Like how do you put people on? If East Atlanta can put on Gucci Man, we can put on well, Zanaya well, or Down to Mars or Entrepreneurship, Gucci Man put itself on. Shift. Go ahead. Gucci Man put itself on. Actually not put itself. He linked up with Zaytoven in a very uh, natural way and then and they create that's what thing about it too. You said a natural way or unnatural way? A natural way. <laughs> just to think about them hooking up on an unnatural way. Just, in an unnatural way. Like, yeah. Yeah. What is that? The mind goes. Where, where right, go? right. Right. <laughs> the power of words. What you mean touched me. Um I, this is the twenty fifth episode and obviously uh you talked about it a little bit or hinted to it like is this special? Um I think I mm-hmm. was thinking about famous twenty fives in mm. the in the world uh i wanted to shout out the wnba their 25th anniversary is this season wow uh, coming up so that's big and they're you know they got a whole swag about them and their their alumni are illustrious there's 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 women basketball players that are female basketball players however i don't know what's not offensive but uh there's women basketball players that have played that didn't get a chance to play in the WNBA because it wasn't created yet mm. and are still known to be so famous for Cheryl Miller, uh, for example. Mm. Um, but then you got the people that kind of built the thing like Elisa Leslie. That was kind of like what we saw. And then you mm-hmm. take it a step further and like Candace Parker and what she's done for the game and she's still playing now, like the LeBron James of the WNBA. That's um, crazy. What were they thinking giving us – millennials like they started this road to progression and like fairness and like morality Absolutely. And, they, and, I mean? and and they're not even complaining about the fact that, that it's like it's a good job in a local city wage with the opportunity to have endorsements and do other things like that but it's not it's not ready made for everyone you know yeah. Skylar Diggins is signed with Rockefeller mm-hmm. you know what I mean like as mm-hmm. a as a uh, agency and managing company so um so it's like yes but I, but it, in all reality a lot of these women are playing putting themselves on the line for sixty thousand dollars a year yeah well i mean and i think that will improve as we go right. further into the career because i tell you one all of us that are like grew up with it that grew that remember and know like it's significant it's significant there's a yeah. meme going around that says like why can't susan susan bird get paid as much as lebron james or Susie bird whatever her name is sue 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 bird um and you know people have their debates and like i i put it on my page and people was going hard with the debates and stuff like that and i'm like Okay, that's fine, whatever, whatever. Right now, we can't have that conversation. But later, we definitely going to have that conversation. Like, Yeah, the market changes. I mean, like, I, I, was, I was saying I hope that they get – I believe all NFL – I mean, NBA – I don't know if it's in the NFL, but I believe all NBA players get a cut of merchandise sales. Um, and obviously, there's a lot of those, right? WNBA just rolled out their new jerseys. They're fire flames. Uh, they're – uh, merchandise buy, gets, gets more NBA jersey. Uh, Kobe has that famous picture with his daughter mm-hmm. with he was wearing the orange uh WNBA um logo hoodie. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I, I, I go spend yeah, go spend some go spend but some you, But do you know do you know why it's gonna grow, Brandon? Why? Because all these 
athletes who were terrible to women and God saw fit to bless them with daughters. So now instead of they boys <laughs> trying yeah. to make them into athletes, they're about to have oh, daughters man. that they and and that you're going to see a boom. You're going to see a boom because those daddies are going to be at those games and those daddies' friends and those daddies, yeah. you know, everybody that was connected with that father and knew how great that father was, that same fame is going to be given to the daughters. And sure enough, we're going to see it. Now, Zoe ain't going to touch your motherfucking ball, <laughs> but Cora might. Cora just might. I, I was thinking I've always wanted to have a daughter who was like a Division One defensive end, like like the first female defensive end in the NFL. That would be sick. That would be so it's dope. So Oh my sick. god. Imagine the hair flow as you like sack a quarterback and she's like suck it. I'm, suck. I'm whatever 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 sack dance. I'm, a, I'm imagining like, whatever sack dance. I'm imagining choose the most them. creative tackles. Like like oh. more creative tackles than than like the slip and slide and the flexibility Oof. like just shoo, 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 shoo. Like the, the surprise play? throw, the, like the, the surprise strength that, like, obviously all women exude. Yeah, but, but what, like, if, what if she was just physically inter- exuded over another man to go, like, get a TFL, maybe even a forced fumble? I mean, no, uh, imagine if it's just small things, like, right? Like, just small things that women know for men, like, that, that disable them or just, you know easy tack- shoestring tackles but it's a whole bunch yes. of shoestring tackles like yeah they ain't no girl gonna tackle me and she just do just a little bit to throw you off right. and tackle you or you fall or um, when you're getting attacked they teach in women's self defense classes to take a man's finger and bend it back like start start to bend it back <laughs> as far as possible they gonna make a rules so no finger bending just <laughs> <laughs> gonna the rule that gets they made gloves. up from her. They got special gloves oh, with hooks man. that just dig into where the ball is and rip it out. Um, speaking of women, I think that this is a good segue, and I don't want to spend too much time on it. But, hey, y'all, look, check us out, check us out, check us out. Men, listening to us right now, you must protect women at all costs. You must, like, change the misogyny and the patriarchal system that we benefit from and that we have helped create. This means distancing yourself from problematic men. This means mm. calling out your problematic friends. And when I say problematic, I'm not talking about, oh, you know, he thinks girls, you know, should only wear skirts because he, like, that, yeah, you, you call him out. But I'm talking about the motherfucker that's hitting his girlfriend or the person that you know is a liar and a manipulator and just a downright like wolf from a cartoon whistling at the front row like peppy le pew raper ass nigga like like those are the people that you cannot have in your circle brandon i recently went through some issues and it's good i I mean i could talk about on the podcast because like i don't know if he listens i don't really give a fuck if he listens i've already told this to him in his face so that's good but like i had a friend a business associate and he was accused of like sexual uh, of just abuse like uh, mental abuse physical abuse manipulation just like an abusive person to be in a relationship with right and this happened like five six years ago so the first one i was like 
All right. You know, it's easy for a man to be like, oh, yeah, women yeah. are scoring. It's a woman scoring. She's just in her feelings. Okay, yeah. Oddly you know, enough, I believe when it you, comes to this progression thing, too, five, six years ago is a big difference. Like, yeah. there's a lot of things that we yeah. hold white people accountable to that say in front of white friends today that we didn't five, six years ago. So I think the same goes for like when men calling each other out. Straight up. You know. Straight up. Yeah, so anyways. the first one happened. I was like, all right, I believe, you know, all right, whatever. Women scoring. I believe you, bro. Second one happened. I was like, hey, dude, look, check this out. I checked him and I checked him every time. So that's another thing that like I've mm. told him face to face every single time. I'm like, hey, bro. You have got to stop having these like bad relationships with women because we're having a show together and we're like building this this network and that stuff can really affect. One of my rules has always been don't sleep with the audience. So like mm -hmm. I, if I I will never meet a chick at a show. Like I, or I'll never like date a chick at a show. Now there are exceptions to the rule. Right. But now, uh, as as future would say, now I'm back fucking my groupies. Oh my god, what's that? The song groupies. Yeah. Now I'm back fucking my groupies. Now I'm back fucking my groupies. Oh. Now I'm back fucking my. Yeah, groupies. no, you shouldn't do that. He shouldn't do that. Well, I mean, he's I mean, creating the name that he's creating, right? So it is what you know, it is. I mean, I guess I, I in that line, I would imagine it's something that he's not proud of, and he's like reduced back to that behavior. Like now I'm back doing it. Like it's not. It's not. I don't think he's well. About it. Anyway, this he's breaking the rules, about it. and he got the second, the third time. Brandon, I'm talking. It blew up, and this might be the fourth or fifth time. Uh, it came out the woodwork. When I tell you, the third one cracked open every person that had ever had a bad experience with 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 this dude. Like every woman that had ever like had a adverse experience came out and shared their story so mm -hmm. and so like this is me too peak yes. this is like peak me too so in this friend group non-stop coming out right to where there's contracts that me and him hold together or we're holding together that the company didn't want to be like the companies we were working for wow. didn't yeah. want to be associated with him no more Damn. right and there was this big long very messy Brandon's sick, like, oh my God, three to four of my months of months, Brandon, of my life were spent defending, like, my views on abuse and and believing women and my like misogyny and everything. Like, I was getting checked left and right because just, of your position, just for being associated with this dude. Wow, and I was like, sounds and, and, like sounds like dude's a bad dude. Mm. Uh, who knows, right? I, what sounds like <laughs> you would know. <laughs> this is like this. I was supposed to. I don't want. I want. I. This is a time I'll jump in uh, and reset for the story because I was thinking about what you said about the truth of our circles, and I was thinking I would be one of those guys that, like, if I found out when I found out something like that was going on, I would be like, I had no idea. Because I don't know that about anybody. Because I don't know that. And, right. and if I did, I wouldn't be 
near that person. Near there's that so person many at people. All. Thank you. The Thank you. Uh, there's so many friends are in not even not obviously not friends and like people they might think of themselves as friends with me are like they're like we're just like no there's something off here mm-hmm. that is uh i don't need that energy around i'm not going to elect to be around uh an individual that uh is bad for me so none of that so fast forward and i'm gonna get done with this story fast forward I say, tell everybody, hey, I'm about to ha- I announce a show that I'm having um, coming up soon. We're coming back in in-person shows. And I tell everybody, hey, we're going to have this show. And everybody's like, cool, 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 cool. And then that one person said, is the abuser going to be there? Pretty much. Like, is the abuser going to be at the show? I said, nope. All caps, two exclamation marks. This motherfucker called me. The dude called me. Because, like, we ended our friendship. He called me and said, hey, you know, I, I don't." he basically said, I don't want to be your friend anymore because you were aligning with my accusers. You're, like, starting to, you know. I'm be, glad he, you, know, you, you lucked out with him making that decision over you having to <laughs> Because that was the right thing to and do. And I went off like this, like, I dog, <laughs> like, shit. Bro, because no. If you I ain't messing with me no more, no, bro, I, I kept going off on I said, hey, because he said, you always say you got four kids. You got four kids. Right. I don't need this in my life. I don't need to be, like, defending or I need none of this messing up my bread. But anyway, he calls me. Messing up my head. To clarify my nope. To clarify your nope. To, like, is hey, what's that talking about me? Here? Nope. So you think I'm an abuser? So you you do you think I? He said. So do you think I hit women? Or no? He said. Do you think I abuse women? I said. I mean, I can't readily answer no to that question. So that should tell you <laughs> everything. Like like I don't like, know. I knew, like, here's that's it's, yeah that's tough. That's a tough situation to be in because it's like I knew who they were talking about. They were talking about you. I knew you weren't going to be there. So I said, nope. I mean, I told him that. I said, I said, I said, what did you, I said, how did you want me to answer that? I said, it's a yes or no question. I know who they're talking about. Right. He said, that well, your he said, well, you saying nope. It, it just sounds like. No, that abuser's not going to be there, and the you're safe to come. Abusers, the fact that he has abusers, the fact that he has accusers. Yeah, yeah. To make him the abuser, it's like, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? What do you want from me? I, I said that. I said. I said. I said. We. I. Anything other than saying nope was more than I needed to do. So if you wanted me, there's two things. You either wanted me to defend you. Hey, I don't know what abuser you're talking about, but if you're talking about this person, no, they're no longer, you know, like if you, like you want me to, you want me to be that person or did you want me to be the other? Hell no, he ain't coming. I I would never, I would never associate myself with a, Abusing, misogynistic, right. manipulate. You know what I mean? You're not allowed to come no more now either, because you suggested he was coming. So equality uh, for all, equality for women, and you know, y'all check your check your friends, man. Don't we we outcast and 
it's, uh. it's 2021, man. We outcasting men that like hit women. We outcasting men that, you know, think, uh, you know, manipulate and just all narcissistic people, like all narcissistic and, and manipulative and liars. Like this is an age of honesty. This is an age of reckoning. Mm. Like this is an age of accountability. Take accountability, accountability. for your shit. Yeah. And let's progress. Like, let's get better, y'all. Let's heal. I think that's the interesting part about that is like, um, like we were. I was watching The Bachelor at that point in time. I told you about it. The, and the guy, dad is black, uh, has a white mom, um, and he basically had the, you had another family, you got caught. That's why mom divorced you. Conversation with his dad for the first time mm. on this show, mm. and he was pushing. His dad was pushing. He's a first generation um, African um, uh, from Ghana, and he was uh, he was just very much like like I can't live in the past. Like I can't like be upset about that stuff anymore. Like I'm I'm sorry that it's been weighing on you. I didn't know. Like I, I wish I knew that this was weighing on our relationship like this, but like I can't choose to be upset about that stuff anymore. And there's a reality to that that I think a lot of us hold a, a, each other to. Yeah. Um when like in our reality, like a lot of people are just aren't like the fact that they're not upset about it is this whole other conversation and a whole other onion to unpeel and like for, and but the reality of just that i can't i don't want to live in the past i'm choosing to be in the present and 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 take care of that moving forward is that good enough for you is a personal thing for everyone but like oh, i mean i agree but people have their like conditions like you can you can be here and not take accountability but there's there's restitution yeah. that needs to be paid in all things like in all wrongs we do to other people restitution must be paid in some way and you know i don't know how he could yeah you know restore that for him maybe get a little understanding i know i would like honesty for or i would like honesty from my parent um, about things <laughs> You know that 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 would help serve some type of restitution because I know he can't be mad about like he can't change the past and you can't feel no type of way about it. But like, can you at least be honest with me? Like, at least just like let me know that I wasn't crazy when I saw this and that. Did you see Gerard Carmichael special on HBO? Yes, I did. He had this conversation. Like, he had this conversation with his father. Yeah. It was just, that that was just it. That was just like a one off thing. He was he was just Oh, I thought it was like gonna be a continuous series. No, I think it was like something that he wanted to done is powerful enough it to be so partnered powerful. with HBO. Yeah, yeah. And powerful. put it out and it was like a quiet rollout and it was mm -hmm. it wasn't that quiet rollout. I think he was he did some pub for it. Mm -hmm. I saw it. I mean I knew to see it. I mm -hmm. no, Carmichael. So his name mm -hmm. was on HBO. I was like, Yes. But he had this conversation with his family, his dad, um, uh, where did they grow up? North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Grew up in North Carolina. His dad had X amount of families all in the surrounding area of where he grew up in North Carolina. Mm. He spent his childhood slowly growing up, finding out about it. They were in the church very much so. Um, his mother never would believe it or want to talk about it. And 
a lot of it was about him trying to like ask his mom like how she could put up with this stuff and like how and then at the end of it very end of it he got a chance to talk to his dad talk to everyone in his family about it finally talked to his father and his dad was like yeah no, i'm not talking about that <laughs> And that was like the climax of it. It was just like, he's like, well, if you don't want to talk about anything else but that, I mean, I don't know what we're going to talk about, but I'm not talking about that. It was just like, that's the reality for all these people's situations. Like, I was in an apartment building and somebody was in the apartment screaming at each other. And she was like, he was like, but what about that time that guy? He's like, you know, we don't talk about that. We don't bring that up. We don't talk about that. And I was like, that's just like how these families operate. It's like, they're like, oh, we're just going to admit that. That is that just truth. so unhealthy. It's it's unhealthy, it's but the it's the American way. Unhealthy. It's the American way. It's, that's, how, that's how Americans have been about slavery. I was asked Michelle, I pressed Michelle to tell me like how she learned about slavery. And it was just like one big mistake. And then like there was a, then afterwards, a, a, flip, a flip was switched. A switch was flipped. And it was just over. And I was like, that's <laughs> fucking bonkers. I said, when I found out about slavery, I was like, oh, this is why everything in my life is terrible. <laughs> Not as terrible, but like, it's, it's a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. it's different. I was like, I said, I was telling her, I was like, we're a couple lifetimes away for people to be like, for a black person to walk in the room and everyone in the room not think a black person walked in the room. If they're not black, yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. we're we're some time away from that, long way away from that. It's a few. It's a it's a it's a. Will be Carter's grandchildren. Carter's grandchildren will be on. Ooh, that. that's interesting. You know oh, I mean? the Carter's grandchildren's grandchildren. That's it's a scary thing to think about. Um, and obviously you have children, but like it feels selfish in a way too because it's like things aren't going great. Things are not going great. Like it's so, like it's not trending up. So real quick, you all, I want to um, give you all a service, public service announcement. All right, um, that announcement is we need to defund the police. All right. Now, when I say defund the police, you know people get their panties in a bunch. They're like, "Oh, you can't do that. What will we do? Everybody will be going crazy, and law and order will, you know, run amok, and all this other crap." Listen, y'all. Are you going to go like run amok? Like, are you if if the police are abolished tomorrow and there's no such thing as police anymore, are y'all going to like go break into a store and shoplift stuff? No, no, you're not. Are you going to be scared and and huddling your house because you think somebody's going to come take your provisions and and all? No, you're not, because the police don't protect our property. Right. They protect rich people's property. Right. So like we don't if, if if they don't have money to buy tanks and robot dogs that can break into people's houses and, you know, do breaches. If they don't have money for that, you know what we have money for? The freaking community center. The, get some new basketball, some new basketball rims. Shit. Get some programming. All right. Community center uh, are funded by our like local government and steadily being like defunded so the solutions which are community centers are being replaced with the problem which are police officers so defund the police there you go there you 
go. I ain't worried about the code of the the. I'm worried about the morality of the white people putting the code into the robots. You see my tweet? I did. I I realized that yes, I did. It's um, so scary. Yeah, it's this book that I'm reading. It's called As Black as Resistance. Brandon, it's a short read too, but it is like very revolutionary. It's very. But it's very like depressing because it's like <laughs> it's basically saying like there is no one black people are not part of the social contract contract of America like never have been. We have still yet to be. That's why you said flip the switch and everything's great. No, you mother fathers are still like not everything we wrote in the constitution was not for you so your rights are conditional your right. rights are conditioned based on the condition that you like tap dance well enough or that you well no i think it's know. based on the, the the perception of whoever is the judge of like black people are on trial every day in america but from day. the white people with power around us or mm. the black people with power around us which mm. is a very real thing as well but we're always on trial, mm -hmm. and it's just a matter of like, uh, you know, what leeway you have in whatever creative space you have or whatever professional space you have. But like, we were talking about the other day, like, I grew my hair out when I got to LA because I had a job. I was like so thankful that I could just finally like just grow my hair out because I was like, I always had to get a haircut. Mm -hmm. So I was ready for any job interview. Mm hmm. Yep. Any job interview. Yep. Anything. It's crazy. It's like, it, it, and it be like that. And it be like that. Have you ever gotten like the interview but not the job once they seen you was black? Um, I mean, yeah, I've gotten plenty of, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think I Well, football was your job. I man. attribute, I attribute those like losses to other things, but, uh. Well, not as, I mean, Lance though. Like you'd even talk about, like I talk, I think about the, the Reebok commercial. I didn't land once the, the in-person interview happened. Goodness gracious. Nailed the phone interview, had the in-person. They came to work at Letterman. They filmed so, it. But yeah, I mean, there's plenty of stuff. I don't think it was because I was black. I think I'm I so, just, I, 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 I missed the interview. Or so I didn't, or I didn't get the job. Or I wasn't, I didn't fit the culture, which I, I'm appreciative of because of cultures that look at me and say they don't want me in there and I wouldn't fit because of how I look, then yeah, you don't allow flat, fat people in your culture. I don't want to be there anyways. Um, can I use this as a segue? Mm -hmm. um, and I've also, been, you're going to have to do the, adjust the sound. I'm sorry. Why? You you you're peaking a little bit, not not a lot, but I see the green dot more than on yours. Really, more than mine, yeah, more so than might, mine and more than yours. Yeah, so you might want to maybe like be a little All bit right. away. I don't from have my mind. I don't have my headphones on. I'm not going to do this. It's a little little blind uh, fix. This is going to be a part of our podcast now. Um, talking <laughs> about the audio. I'm sorry. And, what was and the segment? I'm so sorry. No, um, but we've been trying to eat healthier. We talked about that. Uh, this past week was like really, really hard. I've joked about um, April feeling like a mini 2020 in 2021, just with the Derek Chauvin trial, Dante Wright murder. Um, I'm blanking on her name. The the girl in Columbus, Micaiah Bryant. Micaiah Bryant. Um, 
Yeah, so it's, it's just been really heavy. So Michelle and I had Wingstop, ordered Wingstop, and it was delicious. First time we've had chicken um, since the beginning of February for Super Bowl. That was the last time we had chicken. <laughs> um, it was it was good. Didn't really mess us up too much, but like health has been a big part of the thing. So, uh, but recently, I just can't stop imagining y'all like biting into it, like making a big deal about like getting it, putting it on the table, like smelling Michelle's it. Like, Michelle's like Michelle's like obviously was, was eating it like, before <laughs> me. Michelle's eating before me, and she's like she said my whole thing was I wanted to. It was I think. It was like a lot of heavy stuff that was going on around 4:20, and I was like, I just want chicken and waffles. I just want chicken and waffles. We ordered the Wingstop. I made waffles uh, in 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 the microwave, not microwave, in the in toaster. Every and, chef's interracial relationship. And uh, what? Chicken and waffles. <laughs> <laughs> the chef's interracial. Yeah, that, that's the urban menu item on the. The first watch on the on the first watch menu, um, chicken and waffles. So, I, so anyway, so Michelle, I was cooking my waffles, and then so Michelle's eating, and she, I came downstairs. She said, "You have to try a lemon pepper wing. <laughs> like you have to try a lemon pepper wing." I was like, "I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there." I end up doing that. Um, but anyways, since then, right? That's like a band aid ripped off, right? A little bit. Like you're like. You're closer to the relapse than not. Randomly, we had di- drive-in diners and drives on, like just on TV in the background. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's guy show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes around different places. They be having some meat crazy. She had a lamb in the oven you, for 350 mom and for Zoe. Three, for, Y'all just like cooking shows. It's not about that. I'm, I'm using it as a segue to talk about okay. like how it's, 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 it's like porn. It's okay. food. It's like it's like how okay. a lot of porn is probably not great for a, a monogamous relationship. A lot of consumption of this TV show or anything on Food Network or anything on television at all is not good for someone trying to eat healthy and eating vegetables. Yeah. It's in my head. Like I was thinking after watching an episode of Dining's Divers and Drives, whatever the show's called, I was in the shower thinking about when I had my last burger. And I was thinking about how I never thought about that before, but then I was like getting nostalgic, like, well, I want to know when the last one was. I want to like carbon date it. I want to be able to, I want to know if, when I'm a year, I want to know. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? I need like, my chip. But I'm not, I'm only thinking about this because I saw the guy with the backwards sunglasses dipping some cube meat and crisping it on all sides on a, I mean, it just, it's just. You got me hungry as hell right now. <laughs> so, but first of all, I'm gonna say I'm gonna, I need to correct your analogy real quick. You said porn is not good for a person in a monogamous relationship. No, the analogy needs to be like porn is not good for somebody that's abstaining from sex. Like that's a better analogy. Porn is the only way to though. be. We eat we eat fish once a week, maybe. Yeah, we eat fish once a week. Um, I mean, that's fine. Like, so that if somebody's abstaining, right, they they masturbate once a week. That's fine that you get it off. But like in a in a monogamous relationship, porn is like the key. It's the key okay. to a monogamous relationship. Everyone has their takes, and you have yours. I could. They, well, they're people, people, dread Cersei's. People, I've seen that where people like get people are in monogamous relationships, and then they get mad at their man for like watching porn. 
Can, is that is that is that a realistic? Do you think that's like a realistic, like beef? Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, maybe dating. I I don't know of any marriages that are like that. I guess, but maybe when someone's dating, that may be a thing. I don't know anything about that. I mean, I don't. I as it's not. It's not something I experience. I mean, it's not Michelle's not Michelle's either. not mad. Michelle's not like angry about porn. Good, good. Nobody should be. It's the industry. Well, I mean, the people that are getting like exploited. I, I feel like that's a it's a it's a it's a thin line. It's <laughs> a thin line between like exploitation versus. Yeah, it's like a. Like, the funny thing about porn is is a is like a very fine line from like. The the real version of like Becky's mama's got it going on and like what Elliot Stabler and uh, Tutuola will, will pull up on your house for in, in Law and Order Special oh Victims. Oh my god, <laughs> like, bro! Like I was like, what foreign language is he talking about? And then as soon as I heard Law and Order, I was like, oh, and like he clicked like a bug, like Tutuola. Why do I know that foreign word? What is that Spanish? <laughs> Ice Team's character in SVU. No, I know who he is. I know exactly who he is. Hey, you gonna have to come down to the state. Oh, no, nah, I'm sorry, man. Just like that. Oh, you gonna be th- you gonna be that way? You gonna think you will just run th- in these little oh, girls? Man. All right, um, I'm on the train. I'm gonna do a segue from Law and Order SVU. No, what was we talking about? We were talking about um, oh, you uh, said liking f- stuff. No, we were talking yeah. about porn. I don't want to get into the porn thing. No. But what I, I did want to talk about was... Right, 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 right. Uh, have you seen Nobody the Movie? Real quick. <sighs> Food. Um, no, but I've heard promo around it. It is created by... What's the guy's name? Do you know? He's Better Call Saul. It's the same writers that did Breaking Bad, but this obviously Better Call Saul. Saul Goodman was... Um, the lawyer in Breaking Bad. Hunch? Oh no, that's um, that's it. It's not. It's his character's name. But anyways, he he wrote it. Why a, is he, it so hard to find this dude's name? Keep going. This, he's one of those actors that's in everything. In you everything, see him in everything. You never like um, know who the heck he is. But he this is he was on Rich Eisen show. Shout out to Rich Eisen show on Peacock on NBC. Um, he had an interview with Rich Eisen promoting this movie, Nobody. He said this was his baby. It didn't seem like Rich Eisen had did a, a lot of research Odenkirk. on Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk, yes. That has got to be a made-up name. Bob Odenkirk. I feel like that has to be a real one. No. You wouldn't go not. to market with Bob Odenkirk unless you you're would. Bob Odenkirk. No, Odin is like Greek god. Or not Norse Norse mythology. Then yes. Kirk is like some German shit, and then like Bob is just it's Bob, just white male, just white generic male, generic white male, just generic white male, Nordic, Nordic God, God thing. That's what that's what he said. And he's on he's on American Gods too. Oh really? Is he is he one he, of the guys? He's one of the guys. Mm-hmm. I bet he's good in that. He is actually very good at it. <laughs> so anyway, so he took some time away from acting to create this this film, which mm-hmm. is his baby. He was uh, promoting it on the Rich Eisen show and uh, talking about Better Call Saul and other, all the different things he's been in. But 
I was not thinking about this movie outside of hearing that interview. And then Lance asked me randomly, have I seen it? Real quick synopsis. A bystander who intervenes to help a woman being harassed by a group of men becomes a target of a vengeful drug lord. What? That took a turn. It did take a turn, didn't it? It's some Breaking Bad style turn. It did. It's like a <clears throat> biology teacher becomes drug lord, and it was good. It, I'm, I'm not gonna say that it was bad. It was um. <clears throat> you, you said I thought you. If said- you like action movies, you like it. I'm gonna tell you, I had a beef with it, but like it got seven out of ten. I give it seven out of ten. It got seven point five out of ten. On oh, IMDb. Yeah, on IMDb. So like, what about Rotten Tomatoes? Rotten Tomatoes gave it a sixteen percent. Sixteen? No, eighty-two percent. Damn. Yeah, they gave it an eighty-two percent. I feel um, like Rotten Tomatoes got like the tomato meter changed during the pandemic, though. Did it? I just feel like like there's less movies. So I feel like there was like a, a it had to affect the mm. the rating of the movies. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, everything yeah. took a little hit. Like, hey, take take go ahead and. Take us with a grain of salt. Yeah, like like a give 20, us some leeway, bro. Right. A twenty twenty one eighty two was uh, a easy, a easy sixty eight in in twenty nineteen. Okay, twenty eighteen. That's what I'm trying. trying uh, you to just say. said a whole bunch of fucking numbers. I don't even know what the <laughs> hell you're talking about right now. Go ahead. Okay, the, the, um, you saw the movie. Yeah, you I saw, saw the nobody. Movie. I saw half of it. Apparently, I don't remember the end. And at first, I, oh, that's what it is. I was like, it was like late at night. I was like just watching it, and then I was like, I'm gonna turn this shit off because I'm sleepy. And it was to it was to a part. It was like one of those white man vengeance movies. Like more and more, it's cool for a white dude to be on a bus and like see a woman getting harassed, and then like fuck everybody up. Because that's the part that I did see. He he like that intervening on the bus. He and it's like gritty. It's not like Kung Fu kill you, hit you with one hand. It's like I have a knife and it's going to take multiple stabs to kill you. So like we're going to spend tip five. Why? Who is he killing? Why? It was a group of it was a group of men, and he was just going through. And that's another thing. It's like the mediocre white dude, right? He's like an accountant. He's going through day after day at the same. He's had like a rough day, and then he got to take it out on being a hero. Yeah. And it's on these, like, they're jerks, but they, like, hood, not hood, but, like, it's, like, Russian white dudes. So, I was, like, cool, all right. If it was, like, black dudes, I was going to get pissed. I was, like, right. turning this that's, shit that off. Was the, that was that last edit. It was before, a caveat, but it was, but there was one, it was one black dude with, like, braids part, a part of the group. I'm like, what is this black ass doing with these <laughs> with these Russians? I just had to throw a black dude in there, a light-skinned black dude. with them? You have to. You have to make sure that black people stay as a classification of the rowdy, blah, blah, blah. I have no idea why he was with him. I, I don't know. That's that's one link that hasn't been made yet. I, I ain't seen a lot of black gangs and Russian gangs linking up. Yeah, that's, that's very weird. It's weird. That's unfortunate. It is. Um, but we're talking about movies. The Oscars are today, or happen tonight. Cool. I figured I wanted to... Review the the, the winners because just to get yeah, Oscars in the description, mm-hmm. um, best or actor in a supporting role, Daniel Kula. Nope, 
Which uh, for for um Kuya? Yes, for J- Judas and the Black Messiah. Daniel won an Oscar. Won an Oscar, but actor in the and best act uh, actor in supporting role. So it's yeah, yeah, it's good. Hey, it's a big, good, it's a good for one. You, it's a good one. good for you, bro. Good for you, bro. He and won, you got it. He by won being over black. He won over Leslie o- Odom Jr., which oh, I was glad. He got out. he got not he got nominated for one night. Actually, in I don't like it now. Let me Who finish did? the rest. Let me Who finish did? the rest. Let me finish the rest. Lakeith Sanfield, who was also nominated in that category. Sasha Baron Cohen, who was nominated for a drama he was acted in. And then Paul Racy. No, who won? Daniel. The dude from Get Are Out. Are you reading all the people who was nominated? After and after you were you gave him his flowers and then I said then I was listing out the people that are nominated in that category. Now I'm gonna take his flowers away. Why, Why they always give they're gonna get a British black actor an Oscar for playing a revolutionary black role, but black American actors gotta play like prostitutes, pimps and who crooked drug dealers? Who's that? Denzel and Holly Berry and like the shit that people had to do to get their Oscars. Leslie Odom, you, Leslie Odom Jr. I mean, uh, uh, Jamie Foxx played Ray Charles. Oh, was good. Yeah, and it's Jamie Foxx. Like Jamie Foxx won Oscar. Like the Oscar. He got a Grammy too. Got yes, Grammys, uh, right? yes, of course. Jamie Foxx, they had to tell Jamie Foxx to start respecting the Oscar more because, like, at that point in time, I don't think Leonardo DiCaprio had won one, and he was just kind of, like, talking shit about it, and he was like, yeah, it's, you know, it's one of the awards you win. He was like, no, 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 dude, like, people in this long time try to, like, die for this stuff, so, like, we got to respect it more. He bought dick. I'm LeBron James. I'm supposed to respect. Yeah, I mean, what? Jamie Foxx. He's actually got it. Did you, have you seen that show on Netflix yet? I haven't. I heard bad things. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. David Allen Greer's in it, so I wanted to check it out. I'm going to check it out just to support. Yeah. I, I, right. I, I enjoy Jamie Foxx, but people were like. Like Marlon was on. Like, did you have you seen Marlon? Yeah. That's I've funny. seen an episode or something. That's funny. Okay. It is. I, I If it's anything as funny, as close to that, then, then I'm okay poor, with it. Poor Marlon Wayans, man. You, you just ain't never. Yeah. You say never broke the ceiling, bro. Actor, he did. He's 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 weaving in within and out the ceiling. Um, he is actor, the acting world's Nick Cannon. <laughs> Stop acting world. Act, Nick Cannon, that's a great take. But act, but Nick Cannon is in the acting world as well. <laughs> you know, he have another. He's having another two twins again. Is he a twin? Does he have no. twins in his family? I don't know. But is this having, some genetic stuff? He's that having he's doing? another twin. Another set of twins. With now with the, Mariah Carey. No, 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 no. They they've been divorced for years, but uh, yeah, he's having another set of twins. I think it's an Instagram That's model, dope. some sort. That's um, dope, but actor in leading role. The Oscar goes to Anthony Hopkins for In the Father. Uh, he won over Chadwick Boseman, uh, Gary Oldham, Stephen Levy, Stephen Levy, and as best performing actor, Riz Ahmad. That's best performing actor. Yeah, that like yeah. Ain't that the and biggest one? Actor in the leading role. Yes, and did the big one, like acting. Anthony Hopkins has he won that before? He probably won for the for uh, for Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. If not, he won for something else. Clarice. It's good that he won again. I want to now. I want to see how many he's actually won. Mm, well, Brandon's looking that up. I'd like to. Well, I mean, well, how many other? How many oh. other? Uh, Francis McDonald for Norm. Uh, 
Nomadland, one for actress in leading role, uh, supporting none of these movies. Yeah, I can't even say this 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 person's name and or the name of the the film, but she won Try. for supporting. Huh. Um, Minari is the name of the movie, uh, and the winner is Young Jong Yoon. <laughs> It did not need a laugh track. I thought I did a very good job. That's it. That's the name. That's the full name. Oh, I thought I did a good what? job. You did a great job. It was Y Y U H. I just knew it was gonna be dash J U N G A G space Y O U N. Like yeah, I think teachers should just try. Yeah, they should. I don't know how. Yeah, I'm afraid to do that. It is cinematography, it's but you got to get corrected sometimes. That's fair. Uh, movie name Mank won Best Cinematography. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom won for costume design. I believe it. I mean, I mean, telling you the results. Uh, directing Norman Land documentary My Octopus Teacher. Okay, sounds like a porn. Uh, film ed- editing, Sound of Metal. I don't know what that is. Oh my God! You know that one? Yes. It's about a drummer that goes deaf. And it's just film editing. You think it's one that me Oscar? and Latoya turned it off. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, the editing, film, editing didn't do editing was good. It was very like gritty garage band cut to cut here. Mm. Uh, I imagine the budget is considered. Uh, I don't think that they had. I like, like a really watch big it now budget. that I know that they won Oscar for editing. I would like to watch it as an editor. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. See how mm-hmm. they tell the story uh, mm-hmm. via the cuts. Um, oh, they did do now. That I think about it too, and then the sound because, like, because he's going deaf, and he, they they literally make you feel like you deaf <laughs> for real. Yes, wow. Me and they're like, me and Latoya was like, what? That's what it was that that was getting annoying. Uh, original score, Soul one over the Five Bloods, Mank. And some other stuff. Oh, I don't like that. I'm mad about that. I Best original song, that. Fight for You from Judas and the Black Messiah with her. Uh, so, a her song and Tierra Thompson. Oh, Tierra Thompson went to Ball State, Indiana. Uh, Indiana local. She went through the. Is it bad then? Yeah. Never right. Yeah, that one. Best picture, no, no. Hold on, hold on, talking about one time for squeaky beds in rap tracks. Oh, can't stand them. You can't stand them. They're they're better than sirens, but I can't stand them. I like squeaky beds. They don't know when to shut them off. They leave them the entire time. <laughs> it's the it's the metronome. Wow, it's the metronome. I know. It's, when that song was popular, it was maddening, <laughs> maddening, quite maddening. Um, Nomadland I haven't seen I didn't know it was a movie I thought it was like a series But that one best picture You know which one that is It's a series I thought it was a series But I guess it's not It's a movie No it's a movie Yeah Francis McDermott Yeah no I didn't look interesting to me Yeah I really didn't um, But that short on di- on Netflix um, Two Distant Strangers By Trayvon Free You know Trayvon Free He's a, he's a comedian from L.A. Um, but he wrote that that you know that movie I'm talking about. That guy keeps dying over and over yeah. again. He gets shot over and over again. No, 
two distant strangers. Okay. Uh, I feel like we're doing too much Oscar talk. Well, I was, I was finished. I, I, that was it. That was short film. That was, that was all. That was all. That was, that's, that's it. And Tenet won for visual effects. I haven't seen Tenet. Tenet deserved visual effects. Definitely deserved that. Yeah. Oh, movies. I'm going to get an Oscar one day. I said that um, at this art gallery I was at. I, I will never, I'm not messing with this art gallery no more. Like, the, where I had my birthday, like, that that woman is like, she's racist low-key. She don't, she don't know it, but she's racist. And then also, she's like, she gave me that look that white people give you and it's like, it's they think they're giving you something amazing or they don't believe what you're saying. So I was like, like it's like they I was like, like look at it like like you're cute. Yeah, like like oh that's like, cute. Oh that's, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Oh you you dream big, buddy. Dream big. I yeah. said I said people better buy these buy these art pieces now because when I win my Oscar, they're gonna be worth millions of dollars. And she gave me that oh that sweet look. Like, Bitch, you think I'm playing? <laughs> you think I'm freaking playing with you? You think I'm you think I said this shit was like <laughs> I was like being, I was being, oh, you don't know who I am. Oh, man. oh my God. Um, speaking of racism and also people undervaluing um, black things and black people, Kentucky just passed a law um, called the TIF law. All right. It's TIF law. Um, the TIF law stands for... Um, I don't know what TIF law stands for. What does it stand for? Trade something, something fun. I'll find what it stands for. But it's basically a new law that says um, it's revitalization in the West End, quote unquote, is to revitalize the West End. But really what they did was make the land. Yeah. Oh, it gives the tax increments to financing efforts in the district. So basically like contractors, local, foreign, and international or national can all buy up property in the West End. Like they basically said, hey, Louisville, local residents, we gave y'all enough time. All right. We tried to give y'all time to buy a property and, you know, invest in yourselves and build it up how you want to. Now it's over. All right. We now open it up and it's open season. So Lord knows what's going to get developed and well, who, that's who good comes to- in there. That's good to know that it's not our, I guess there's like a stamp of what is like from here on out. Because there's that new athletic facility mm-hmm. that I was going to question. Was that a part of that initiative? But mm-hmm. clearly not. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited about those. Uh, I think they're going to have the University of Louisville uh, track and field championship there. Yeah. I mean, well. be excited so about the complex. Play. Can't be excited about this. Um, it's gentrification. It's mass gentrification. They they try to say that it's to, it's to like stop gentrification. They say like it's to halt, and they invest in three million dollars into uh the West End. Why do they try to halt something they want? Thank you, thank you. I mean, all the wording is make it better, revitalize, to reinvigor, invest in, and like we we know what that means, man. Y'all want somebody to put a Starbucks in the West End, like. Cool. I, I, I wouldn't mind. I was about to say, that Wi-Fi going to hit. The Wi-Fi is going to hit like a mug. 
But no, I'm playing. No, what they need to do is like give the money to Western residents and just let them build it up themselves. And see, that's what the the gallery I was at that I told you the woman I was just yeah. talking about. She said to my fucking face, poor people wouldn't know what to do if you gave them money. They wouldn't. They wouldn't be able to. They 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 don't have any building skills. They don't. They don't know. You know about permits and all this other stuff. I said, Susan. I'm offended by that. I said, ten. There's everybody that lives on my block. You gave us each a hundred thousand dollars. There's two people that are going to go trick that off and do something stupid. The other like eighteen people that live on my block are going to sit down and talk about how like buying up the other abandoned house, expanding our houses to where it's like making complex, make this whole street a, a commune, like make make your the home you're living in a profitable home. But turn our whole street into a business district. I'll say we would have so many ideas, but we don't have the capital to get our ideas off the ground. And we know Billy Bob that can build. We know somebody that do permits. We know somebody that do woodwork. We know somebody to do carpentry and piping and electric. Stop playing with us. Like, yeah. What are you doing? What are you talking about? I mean, it kind of goes to the the concept of uh, Martin Luther King reneging on the Amer- "I Have a Dream" speech and saying that we can't be like begging for entry and acceptance in a burning house. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like mm. the system is flawed. Mm. Like we're we're and we're forced as people who don't have the means readily available or the or the capital readily available to be on trial with these white people that can help Whoa. us get the things that we need and that's the and it's even if it's but it's like, even if it's not white people it's it's a black person at at the, at the helm and at the power yep. and who's making decisions but the the real freedom obviously is going to become from self ownership but. I guess I one thing that I want to talk about and realize too, mm. that's its own struggle in itself. My, my my homies that are entrepreneurs and work for themselves, calendars as booked and busy as anybody who's drowning in their corporate job, mm-hmm. paying. You know what I mean? Like there's a, it's never easier. The the hustle just is like there's just a different focus of energy. To get whatever task it needs to get done. Yep. Just so, I don't even know how this connects, but this home ownership shit is so crazy. With just like the the lawn care keep up and like all the different things you need to worry about. We just got our ring doorbell hooked up. Michelle's going crazy because she realized that it ain't sweet in Louisville. She like talking about the neighborhood, and then she realized down the street there's carjackings and and it's high especially now they're doing it at gunpoint now so much because cars are newer and they need more technology you can't it's harder to jack a car without somebody's right there with their keys Mm. so a lot of there's a lot of things that are happening down the street from us and are all the way around there people are bump people rear-ending them and then following that car, whenever they stop, and they're like, "Hey, do you want, do you want my insurance?" And then they come up and approach them, show them a gun, take their vehicle, and usually it's at their house. They like follow them to their house or wherever they're at, and then there's uh, somebody in the driver's seat or passenger seat who jumps in and, and drives that car. But this is like happening like everywhere in Louisville right now, 
and Michelle's terrified. She get the ring doorbell notification of all the alerts and stuff like that. This has nothing to do with the. Uh, no, I'm 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 rattled by that. One, two, she probably turned those notifications off because. Oh yes. You know, Lord knows how many are real and how many aren't. Because I, I I'm I want to believe that like security companies make sure they put you in a false sense of security. You know, well, like, I mean, if um, they're if they're I mean, yeah, if they're they're you know, cause a reason to be scared. They're connecting with the the police officer. Yeah, the, everyone's benefiting from the thing. It's like, oh, do you hear? There's more of the thing that we need to pay the thing to protect us from. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I was like, shit ain't sweet. It ain't never mm-hmm. been sweet. It's never sweet. Life ain't sweet. Right. Like literally, life ain't sweet. Yeah, like what? Like what do you? It's it's the behind the curtain thing. It's like this is why the government lies to you. Like if you can't understand the truth of the reality of where you're living and everything's around you, and your experiences are only the ones that you've seen. But understanding that that's not the reality. Somebody could be on the same street that you on and just gotten really messed up. Mm. Somebody to play football with. I just saw on mm-hmm. D- in Dixie on the news. Did you see it? Yeah, he got in a car accident. You know the name too, Michael mm-hmm. Dewitt. Mm-hmm. Oh, I said that when we were talking. We were mm-hmm. recording. Michael Dewitt. Anyways, cr- crashed into a girl drunk driving. Now he's going to jail for life uh, because he killed someone. Come out! I didn't see that on the news thing. He got life. He didn't get life. He didn't get. They said he said. They said. They said. He's. That's. That's the maximum to what he's charged. Oh, because he's drunk driving and manslaughter. Oh Lord. On Dixie Highway. Hey, boy, his mugshot looked like he was going to get life. Which was called, which we used to call Dixie Highway. He was upset. Um, Hey, don't drink and drive, y'all. Oh, my gosh, don't drink and drive. Just chill. Yeah. Go lay down somewhere. Lay down somewhere and turn on TV on. Just chill. Go lay down somewhere. Great segue. I'm at Cal's birthday. Y'all, we about to wrap up. If you've been uh, rocking with us, this is a long episode, but we, we, we was feeling good. We was feeling in our mode. Um, we'll see what Brandon wants to keep or not keep. Um, Brandon's over there. Like, no, we ride. We ride. No, we riding all this. We let him ride. Right. We let it. We let you ride around here. Um, I'm at. Uh, today was my homie Cal's birth. Kilo. Kilo designs. Shout out Kilo. Young. Kilo's birthday. Um, Kilo. Uh, if you need a logo done or any type of work. For design, you holler at Kilo Designs Online. That's Kilo Designs. The online part is not part of that. No. But it was his birthday today, so he said, you know, he wanted to have dinner. And he was like, all right. Um, invited all his, like, close friends to the dinner. We was, like, called us. He sent the texts. And then he called us the day of. That's how you know, motherfucker. Are you going to show up to my birthday party? You come to, you come to my birthday party? <laughs> So he called and like made sure people was coming to this birthday party. He made sure I was. I was like, yeah, bro, I'm coming. It's in Indiana, right? Indiana, if y'all don't know, uh, we're in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, Michelle was kind of marveling at the fact that the news says Kentuckyana um, because it it literally is kind of accounts for the news in Indiana, southern Indiana, and Kentucky. We live right on the river. There are three or four bridges that can get you to Indiana. So it's it's a regular thing. People will go across the bridge. That's a regular thing in Louisville. Where'd you go to eat? Oh, across the bridge? Oh, where, where'd you go shopping? Oh, across the bridge in Indiana? Or, you know, like it's just right. a, across the bridge. I went across the bridge. So he wanted to go have his birthday across the bridge. 
Um, across the bridge makes me very nervous and anxiety. Like um, high white area, high like. Um, and Indiana's governor, you know, he restricts. You know, he they've been pulling back on mask restrictions. They they're COVID deniers, pretty much in Indiana's like. Yeah, I mean, Mike Pence is the living embodiment of Indiana. So literally every state surrounding us is just like these deniers. So um, that's one thing. Second thing it's just I just don't trust Indiana white folk. You know, it's just it's just. What could you explain to us what Indiana white folk you experienced? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we call them hoogies. All right. One. Um, I don't know why. It's a Louisville thing. Who, who are hoogies? White people. But specifically, white people from Indiana. Okay. Oh, instead of Hoosiers, I think yeah, I think that's where it came from. But we'll see. I'll ask some interesting old black Louisville person. Um, but man, you know, like gun carry, and then like it's like wait, wait, half wait a who are the who are the who are the friends who like how like yeah what ha- like how did you experience these people at dinner like what. Oh, they're just around. Oh, so you you've been Brandon. Come on, man. You went to Notre Dame. When white people get together, it's like it's just all fun and whatever goes. And like you know, people are drinking and just just behavior that is not it, it's foreign to the black experience because we cannot be that relaxed during right carefree like in public. Like, in public uh, gatherings, but I'm saying I don't. Were they at? Was this at a restaurant? Was it at somebody's house? It was at a restaurant. I'm sorry. It was at a restaurant. Okay. Oh, so Southern Indiana, and I'll give them that kudos. They got great like scenes, scenery, like great restaurants that are by the river and river. like you know just, just great scenery. But yeah, you know, so it's like it's 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 nice. It's nice. It's the perfect social. Base. Okay, so it's an outdoor. Yeah, outdoors. Thing. So we're we're at the restaurant. We're on our pat on the patio in the back. He's got long tables, uh, you know, set up for twenty five across the street, just to show you, you know, the 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 mood. You got a guy like singing, not karaoke, but like covering songs okay. live with a guitar outside live music you know people out there eating Ambiance. we're not near that that's across the street we're over here on this side right <clears throat> so all that's going on but i speak about the caucasity of the situation now cal y'all is white his family is white i've had to check his grandmother um because she is a white older woman and of course just inherently racist. So when she says racist things, sometimes I check her. One time, Brandon, she said, oh, I don't trust Muslims. I think they're all terrorists. I was like, well, you know, I don't trust all Christians because all of them are terrorists. She's like, what? What do you mean? Literally. I said the KKK. She said, oh, they're extremists. They're, they're, They're not real Christians. I said the Taliban is extremist too. They're not real Christians, but you can't. You will just they're say not real Muslim. Or not they're not real Muslims. Yeah, they're not real. Yes, Muslims. I was like, you can't group everybody in. So that's the vibes. You know what mm. I mean? Like Cal is that that millennial white dude that like has black friends. That is uh, a humanist, so to speak. Where like 
not I don't see color, but I've been poor and just always been around this group of people, right. even though my parents or grandparents were better off or are better off, right? Okay, yeah. you know what I mean, like it, the anyway, or or have the perception of themselves as whatever they are experiencing being quote unquote better off. I guess that's where my like pause was. Okay, you know right, what I mean, right, it's right, like right, a, right, like right. this, like yeah, a perspective based on their perception of what he experiences to what they experience. Right. Yeah. So going to this, I know I'm about to be around Cal's family and every white person that I don't vet for several years is suspect always right like when it comes like racist tendencies are just oh yeah suspect like crazy so like half the group guilty until proven innocent literally literally so half the group is his family which is that's the white side and then you got cal's friends which is black vez justin vez's girlfriend mikey mikey's wife um tyrant ty he's a rapper riz he's another rapper um and Riz's girlfriend like it, it was and Ty and Riz are Louisville Louisville I'm talking gold teeth like all the chain you know Vez he stayed yeah. with some gold and stuff like that yeah. black people are very yes audacious and yeah. you know just stylish let's peacocks say Peacock. flashy very yeah, flashy strut very flashy yes um. So medallions, and, and but such. you see the dichotomy, right? Like yeah. Kyle's grandma's boyfriend got on like a leather vest with a kiss uh, t-shirt on, some blue jeans. Wait a minute, so me? for his birthday, everybody went out. It yeah, was like went the whole group. It was like the whole group went out to eat or met up and and ate. And so we're sitting there, and y'all, I'm not even. Getting, I ain't got to the story. I just need to set the move for y'all. I'm in Indiana, predominantly white, at a white friend's birthday party with a table of half black half white and the black people at this table are the only black people in sight for uh, a country mile around. if you will no <laughs> 360 degrees you can't see no um, i made a bet with justin i said i said we'll pay for i said um i said i'll pay for the food because me and justin both ordered at the same time i said you can put that both on the same tab and i said i'll bet you something and whoever wins the bet can pay for the food. I told him if I see a black person by, I'm going to see a black person in seven minutes. If I see a black person in seven minutes, you got to pay for the food. And he was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to pay for the food because oh. we did not see a black person. Man. But anyway, um, real quick, the caucasity. We're sitting there eating. People got their food. We sitting at the fucking table. There's two Beckys that come from out of the restaurant dining hall and one just bends over and vomits all on the patio next to the table. Not like where people can notice. She did it low to where only me and like somebody else saw. And I was like, bro, this shit. I said, hey, dude. I said, I just bust out laughing. Everybody was like, what's going on, Lance? I said, y'all didn't just see her? Y'all ain't see her throw up? And then she threw up 
She, they go downstairs. It's like at the top. It's the second floor, so they got to go down some stairs. She throws up on the stairs, and then she just keeps walking. And then after they go, they walk. Like everybody's sitting here realizing that there's vomit right there. People is like getting sick. People's like, oh, <laughs> you know, like oh, oh. And she's bro, bro. I'm. I get the manager. I feel like a black Karen. Like I get the manager with the quickness. I'm like, y'all better get well, this yeah. nasty bitch. One <laughs> of y'all's is acting up. I want the cops to be called and she oh needs to be shot God. for this nasty shit she just did. So she goes and she was small too. She couldn't be nothing. Like where she threw up was like her entire meal for that whole day. Like everything she ate. She goes down, Brandon. They like go down the street in front of like some some barn and are fucking making a TikTok. Like they're just carefree, like shooting videos, her and her friend hugging and doing all this other shit. And I'm like looking. Content lives, man. The managers are sitting there. It's the manager and the waitress that's at our table and got to clean up that shit. They sitting there talking and like are about to get the girls and like ask them to leave, right? I'm sitting there, me and Justin are watching from over the balcony. I'm like, Brent, you see this shit, Justin? You see this privilege this bitch got? These motherfuckers. I'm sorry, I'm saying it beware. It's, it's getting into the night, y'all. But that's just how I feel. It's just disgusting. I was like, you see the privilege that these little girls got, that these, that these white women have, like white people in general. Like yes. everything's sweet. They just threw up in front of a table of people. If that was a black girl who threw up in front of a table of people then Lord, threw up Lord, on the steps, Lord. then walked down and started making a TikTok, the police would have been called. Public intoxication, you're going to jail, Missy. Like, that's what it is. Yeah. Brandon, Brandon, both of them friends was drunk. They had a conversation, and she gave the white girl um, fake smile. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You, you guys have to leave. Like, you can't just be throwing up. Like, basically gave them, like, this nice talk. And yeah. they... The drunk, the two drunk girls got in the car and left, sped. Me and Justin were talking about the laws they were breaking while they were leaving. Justin, they got in the car and just said, <laughs> they got in the car. I said, Danny, put on their seatbelts. They pulled off, just said, and they speed. And then there was a turn. They didn't stop at the stop. I said, and they didn't stop at the damn stop. I said, Justin, do you see the privilege? So, that Did was Did he just, see the privilege? No, I mean, yeah, he does, but of course, that has nothing to do with policy, capitalism, and the American way. Okay, because the person he uh, walked down the aisle with, we about to get a first draft of, uh, I shouldn't be putting his, her business out here like that, but she's writing a book about Donald Trump and the awakening, and uh, she's self-publishing, so... The person Justin is married to? No, the person Justin walked down the aisle with. Michelle and I think it's funny that the person that walked down the aisle together at our wedding are the only two people in the wedding party that are Trump supporters. Oh. Ironically enough. Uh, that is very yes. interesting. I thought you were talking about Chantel. I said, you're no, Chantel. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Ashby. Uh, what I put her name out there? Yeah, Ashby. I was talking about Ashby. Um, Ashmi? Ashmi. 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 What did the cigarette I'm say? I said I didn't want to put a name out there. You <laughs> said it several times. Sung it. That's the first name? 
that's her first name. Yes, I'll leave it at that. Um, but yeah, that is funny. Uh, there was something. Uh, I we, we just just touch on this real quick, and then we can even skip thoughts and prayers because we we thinking and praying about everybody. <laughs> uh, literally, everybody's really sad. There's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of people still shooting, dying. It's, it's really bad out here. It's about to get worse. Twenty fifth, twenty fifth episode. Um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sixth episode um, experiment, I want to call it, uh, has ended. Uh, the very, very last episode, uh, spoiler alert, uh, fast forward to the end, f- ending credits, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Right? Did you notice that? I didn't. At the end of the last, at the very end of the episode, when they usually yeah. put, it says Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Dope. The writers of this series have been cleared in green light for Marvel to work on Captain America 4, which is coming, mm-hmm. um, starring Anthony Mackie. He's, he signed up for it. Um, I'm really not sure. Sh- the only reason I care about that is uh, when I was still following comic books in high school. Marvel started a series called Young Justice, and Isaiah Bradley's character's grandson was named the Patriot, and he had a secret serum that Isaiah Bradley gave him, and he don't know about him. And that character, when I saw that character in the Falcon yep. Winter Soldier, I was yep. like, "This is all I need to care about. I don't even really care how this goes. I just care that this series is getting, this narrative is continuing to get pushed." being planted, right? Exactly. Um, but with that being said, I did think some certain things were problematic. Uh, I do think the concept of how race was used was off considering the fact that aliens exist in this new world in America. Um, I appreciated some of like the kind of like Q9, like tied, like nods for certain things and the things they try to do. I hated everything about the captain uh, are the Captain America storyline uh, individually with that character and him b- being just a dick and it's like kind of weird and they try to make him like culturally ambiguous by going to all black high school and having a, a black wife. Um, he's Kurt Russell's son, by the way, the, the actor. Hey, Brandon, what the fuck are you talking about right now? Who, who, who's Captain soldier? America? Captain America, the one they forced the out one. there. No, the one they forced out there, the original. The, okay, 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 okay. At the, the beginning fake of the Yes, the fake and he Captain ended up getting the serum. Yes. And now he's somebody else. Yes. Yeah, he's a U.S. Yes. agent. Yes, yes. Yeah, he's a new, new, new superhero. <laughs> that guy. I didn't like, I don't, I don't, I didn't like any of that. I didn't like any of that. Any of that. It was not, I wasn't a big fan of that storyline and that. I mean, it's necessary. Planting the seed. Obviously, like yeah. if we're going to see that U.S. agent probably going to come in, and then also, no, I didn't like that either. I didn't like, I I didn't like, I didn't like it. I didn't like the, the whole series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, I, I love the action stuff. I love the Marvel stuff. I love the like nods to that stuff, but the, like social commentary that they were trying to play to put down. Right. I don't think Anthony Mac Mackie is the right actor to put forth. He was doing so Why? good. He was doing good with this with the somber shit, but the little like rah rah speech he did at the end of episode six was just not making me. It wasn't giving me Black Lives Matter. It was yeah, you know, it was like 
can we all just get along? And I wasn't trying to hear that. Like, I need him right. to be. We need black militancy right now. <laughs> we don't need. We don't need. Um, yeah, and I think even I. I don't know. I don't think I like the series as a whole, especially not as a, like a response after WandaVision. Yeah. Uh, Loki's coming, and there's going to be another series coming up too. Um, that, Get your money and a black, a black. I think it's a Black Panther series coming as well. But I didn't. I, what, what is there to expect from a character? Yeah. And he was playing the character. I think that that's. I think that Anthony Mackie's character was saying that speech, that rah rah speech. Like I'm not saying he's not believable in his reciting. He did. It. I'm re- saying he did. He his did. character. He did do some real stuff, and he is an an, an Avenger. Um, the Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. Why <laughs> say like yeah? I mean, like that. He is. I agree. He is. <laughs> I agree. But oh, that's somebody what I'm saying, like you see the meme and said, "Can we all agree that the Falcon just can't fight?" We can't, cause he's good with the gadgets. gadgets. Like he's he's got he's he's literally he is what we said. He's, he's a regular dude. He's yeah, the, he ain't got his gadgets. Gadgets. He's getting wood. He's Dr. Dre. All right, not Dr. Dre. He's the Jay Z thing again. Hmm. Like look like Luther. Or he's he's the black Tony Stark. All right, yeah, he's black Tony Stark. Now Who is the Falcon. Yeah, now he is. No, he's not the he's technologically got the, he's got the suit. He ain't got he's the got smarts. The, he ain't got the smarts. He, he ain't got the smarts. Don't call him Tony he Stark. He does. He's, Don't call him Tony Stark. Don't call him Tony Stark. He could be um, Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> can't be Tony Stark. You can't call Oh, Shazam's DC. You can't. Yeah, you, I and you can't call the new black Captain America a magical DC white man. You can't call him Shazam, a 13-year-old. He's better than a 13-year-old. You can't that give was, him one. That was problematic. That was a, it, was a, it was a diss. It was a slight and a diss. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, there's other things to watch. I wasn't... I, I I enjoyed that everyone was watching it together. I enjoyed that we all can finish it. But the, the white lady being the, the power broker and now she's a part and she's like deeper into this like i don't i don't care it don't and don't make a movie about this from be honest with you i don't want it i don't want it i want anthony mackie to get paid for it and i want all the things to happen and want him to be important i don't want the movie don't blame you um what do you call a pancake that tastes like a waffle Bye.